just a few minutes, we'll be right with you with another award-winning, action-packed edition of your Tony Basilio Show. To the Welcome you to a Monday. It's not just any Monday. SEC Media Days are going on down in Nashville. We're so excited, we're not going. Uh, it's a great day to be alive and well on the show of record. Because you're the show of record. You don't, I mean, you don't do things like that. Because you keep it real. Today on the program, we're going to look back at this incredible turn of events for Tennessee football and, and just marvel at how it's been so easy to get the football program back. And, you know, I fought you people, some of you. I fought some of the Twidiots who, for the longest time, tried to tell me that there are people out there like Pat Forty who hate you. And I thought, that's silly. You know, Bino, Jeff, and Brian, good morning. Good morning, Bino, Jeff, and Brian. How you guys doing today? Good morning, Tony. Doing really well. Thank you. That's the uh, biggest win since the Alabama game over the weekend. Unbelievable. 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 Uh, we're going to take a victory lap on the world today. I'm going to invite people on Twitter spaces to come laugh with us. I, for the life of me, can't figure out why national people... There's so many things to talk about from this weekend. The reporting by Adam Sparks has been... You talk about a guy that was ready for it. We wrote about it in the blog today. Orange Throat did an incredible blog today. Those of you that like the inside stuff, he put some stuff in there that, if you want explained, call the show at 865-200-5402. I'd love to share some of it with you. He's got a note in there about John Compton. I'm going to go all over the place today, but he's got a note in there about John Compton. You do realize that when John Compton arrived, that was really the end of the House of Haslam's involvement in this stuff. They are no longer. People want to wonder, why are the Vols ascending? And the Cleveland Browns are stuck right where they're at, Bino. They're stuck right where they're at. And the Vols are ascending. John Compton has provided bedrock behind the scenes guidance of this deal the former pepsi ceo who came here ironically enough i want to say with pilot and got right out before that scandal because he's i guess he saw what was going on i don't know but i want to go around the room here and i want to ask the living listener at 865-200-5402 because there is so much incredible stuff today and if you go over to tclub.team today, Orange Throat, myself, kind of, we, we went back and forth. We put some winners and losers up today. Did either one of you have a chance to read today's blog? Have you seen it, Bino, Jeff? I always read the blog, Tony. What did you think of today's, what I think is an amusing entry? Because it amused me. Well, there there is some comical stuff out there tony really mm-hmm. in the midst of something that was really really serious mm-hmm. there's some comedy in there and adam sparks 
if, if he doesn't receive some type of journalistic award for his work, then they might as well do away with him if they still have him at all, because that that was award-winning stuff there. If he if he does get stiffed, we'll give him a Tony, though, right? Oh, there's no question. If he gets Danny stiffed, he'll get a Tony. Some of the things that have come up in this, to see it all laid bare in real time, the way he cracked it open, they were totally ready to go at the New Sentinel on Friday. Totally ready to go when that announcement hit. They had all that stuff through the FOIA, and they just dropped it all. And he, he said last night, more to come. I'm sitting there thinking, how can there be more to come? I guess because it never ends. Give me your one of your favorite sidebars from the weekend, Bino. Then we're going to go around the room here and take some calls. And we're just going to laugh today because here's the thing. We get the last laugh. We get to exhale, and we get the last laugh here. SEC media meetings are this week. Big story, right? But really, the big story is, the big story is that Tennessee and the NCAA, that thing is over. And there ain't a damn thing a guy like Pat Forty, who, by the way, I fought y'all for years and years on this stuff. I fought you. Pat Forty is a loser of epic proportions in this. He looks so small. You know, there are people out there, being star that are in the business that need to just get off Twitter. Take your feelings and get off Twitter. Pat Forty yeah, just when, just when injures him. so personal that you totally lose your objectivity, then, I mean, what's, why are you in that business? Right. It's no wonder people of all stripes, all walks of life, don't trust the media. It's a one. I mean, it's just no wonder. Both parties, all walks of life, all colors, all creeds, in, in in all facets, the sports media. How can you trust that guy? That guy is openly, openly on Twitter, just beside himself that we're going to walk away, that Tennessee feels no pain. Some people just need to get off Twitter. Bino, what was a couple of your highlights from the weekend? And Brian Rice, I'm going to deal with you. Go ahead, Bino. I've, I've, I've got sniveling moron. One being, one being that when Jeremy Pruitt handed the mother of a recruit $300, George Floyd was on his mind. Um, <laughs> come on. Pruitt. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Pruitt. And and the other was when when Donde Plowman goes to her athletic director, you've got one of the worst cheating scandals in the history of college football going on right under your watch and ask you basically what in the world is going on with your football program. He said his response was that we didn't have enough linemen that could uh, bench press 400, and that loss two years ago to Bandy was just devastating. <laughs> I think she had to say, why? somehow, Tony, somehow in a brief period of time, 
we went from having Sergeant Carter as our football coach to Sergeant Schultz as our athletic director. <laughs> just, just ridiculous. So, so Jeremy Pruitt had George Floyd on his mind when he was out there cheating, trying to build his football program. At least he was trying to get some big fish. He knew what he needed and was trying to get it. That makes two kids now that Tennessee paid. I don't want to give the other one. Who cares? I mean, we could. They paid one guy. You guys remember this. I forget the kid's name. Brian's laughing because he remembers it now. They paid a kid $100,000 that went that went to Georgia. Darnell Washington? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. And they called him. They called him, and they said, hey, man, what are you doing? Amarius Mims? No, Brian, quit naming names. They paid this guy money, and they called, and he said to him, this is my, one of my favorite pro-era stories. They called him, and they said to him, what are you doing? And he said, well, call the NCA on me. Call the police. I'm not giving you money back. How dumb were those people, Bino, in retrospect? I mean, the stuff that just continues to come out. Yeah, we're all dumbest criminals. The uh, the best part for me was the spending habits of Brian Niedermeyer's girlfriend. And the story about the joint checking it out with his parents. Yes! <laughs> and the fact that they're talking about recruits that need nail salon visits manicures and pedicures I mean, la la of all things la la nail salon la 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 yeah. la means i cheated those poor people see what you gotta understand and i and i really till this weekend didn't really appreciate the economic stimulus that the pruitt era was here because on those recruiting weekends, that was a serious economic stimulus for some people. And there's nothing wrong with that, by the way. There's nothing wrong with that. Right in the middle of the pandemic, too. That was good for business. Absolutely. I, you snuck the Delphonics in there. I love that. 865-200-5402. Again, 865-200-5402. Your favorite nugget. Or snoo snoot and snugget to come out of this weekend. I just find the whole thing so con I mean it's just now that it's behind us and it's really not all that injurious and to watch these national media people whine and cry on Twitter. Pat Forty is every bit the sniveling geek Matt Dixon thought he was. I've been wrong all this time, Bino. These national guys hate our Twittiots so badly. That deal where they lost their power over that Shiano Sunday, when they all thought they were going to go in cahoots with the HOH and in cahoots with Curry and shove him down our throats because they could. Dan, uh, was it Dan Wilkenbride got caught in those texts saying, I'll finesse it for you with the like, like he has pull with the fan base. Dan Woken, I mean, what? Yeah, that was Dan Woken. 
And you know 40 another, was in the middle of that. Another Dixie favorite. You know 40's in the, I mean, with 40's reaction, Bino, 40 is torn up now, man. This is personal to him. And this is not verbal. This has become physical with 40, Beanstar. Yeah, he's... He's just crossed the line of journalistic integrity, Tony, to for his own personal feelings. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two. So as you've read the reams and reams and mounds and mounds of stuff, give me a couple of your just favorite things that have come out here, and we'll kick it around and laugh about it because I want to. I want to laugh at Jeremy Proit. Is it okay to do that? Bean Star, is it in bad form to laugh at Filmer over this, or does he kind of deserve it? No, Tony, I, 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 I think it's deserved. Of course, you know, I'm not the most objective guy in the world when it comes to Filmer. But, I mean, when, when he was hired, uh, you know, I, I felt like he was obviously much more concerned with being head football coach emeritus or, or yep. uh, the the returning hero going to save the football program being viewed as that much more uh, than he was than he cared about being the athletic director but uh, even i underestimated how over how over his head he was in that position so orange throat less losers underestimated yeah you can't underestimate it right Orange throat list losers and i'm going to go to the phones at 865-200-5402 but his first loser and I would completely encourage you, if you've never seen the blog, to read today's entry. Because it's, those that follow this thing closely will go, wow, that's there. Because I'm independent. Always have been, always will be. You'll read that thing two or three times and go, whoa, that's in there? I don't care. I care about you. I care about my community. I am not here. To suck up to the hoi polloi. Now, Orange Throat about Charlie Anderson, who's a loser in this. Charlie, trusted former, they baked the cake for Pruitt. Charlie led the coup of the HOH, which is appreciated, because if he didn't do that, we wouldn't be here right now. So I put him in both columns, because he also, and Throaty went on to point this out, he has remained, a lot of guys, if they would have lost that big and they would have had that much egg on their face, a lot of guys would have walked away from it and said, I'm a rich businessman, screw this, I don't need this. And he didn't do that. He was one of the first people to help seed Spire. And Bino, that's laudable, man, and should be pointed out. So when you, you know... And people like this show because I tell you what's going on. It's what we do here. This is not, we're not over here playing sleight of hand with you. It's too honest what we do. But Charlie Anderson could have walked away when he had his, you know, disgrace moment. You know, my, this whole regime, I grabbed the reins and we drove the thing off the cliff. In retrospect, when they hired Jeremy Pruitt, they were really in a tough spot. They were, I mean, they were really in a difficult position. Now, Fulmer could have done this. Fulmer could have mismanaged the deal with Brian Kelly as his head football coach. 
He just had no business being there. But they, you know, they, they believed the Alabama dip and the Saban and the, and that's what the national media sells. The national media is all about that. They sell that. Who's the guy last week, Brian, that was calling Butch Jones salt to the earth and an integral part of, uh, and that's a, per- that's, a per- that's a perfect example of what I'm talking about. To quote Dixie, Dennis Dalt. It's a perfect. So when you read stuff from those folks, you got to understand that Jimmy Sexton, man, he's driving the train here. And I'd sing for my money, too. If that was my job, I'd sing for my money. My responsibilities to you, though. Charlie Anderson belongs in both columns here. He's, he's, a, he's a loser on this thing, but he, at the end of the day, he's really a winner. And, and I want to just point that out. I'm glad Orange Throat got that in there. Filmer got down to Kevin Steele, Mel Tucker, and Pruitt. And, Bino, both of those guys would have been better than Pruitt, yes, in retrospect? Uh, yes, and I remember, I remember distinctly hoping that it was Pruitt instead of those two guys. Me, me too. But I didn't know anything Kevin, about him. Kevin Flip and Steele, Bino. Throats winners, and then we'll go to the phones, are Vol Nation's number one winner. There's no doubt about that from the weekend. Because we get to walk scot-free, and we get stories for years from this. Stories to laugh about for years. That's another thing, uh, Bino, about Filmer, is he's like the butt of jokes now. You think he's aware of that? Uh, I I don't see how he could not be, Tony, but, you know, after after this, I, I'm not sure he's aware of anything. When she, so she, she's, they've unearthed a recruiting scandal. She emails him, Bino, and says, what in the world's going on with your football program? And what was his reply? Uh, that they didn't have enough linemen that could bench 400 pounds and that they were still traumatized by a loss to Vanderbilt two years before. <sighs> Vol Nation, you're the winner. That stuff's over. That stuff's over. The HOH sitting on and oppressing the program. People don't like me saying that. Again, I'm just calling, I'm calling balls and strikes back here. And it's fine. You and disagree, disagree. That's fine. I'm calling balls and strikes here. They get out of the way, the program's ascending. Is it is it just a coincidence? Is it cause and effect? I don't know. No bowl ban. You're now free to move about the cabin. Celebrate and enjoy yourself. The 2023 season's here in a matter of weeks. It's media week, and we're looking back and looking ahead and we're enjoying ourselves today. So if you want to get in, 865-200-5402. I'd love to get your favorite nugget. Josh Heupel's program is another winner. You know, Josh Heupel's asked about this, uh, Bino. What is he supposed, like the media asks him what he thinks of this deal. What is he supposed to say? I know the media has to ask him that, but what what is he, he had nothing to do with this, nothing. No, no, and... <clears throat> From what I've seen, he's handled it well, Tony. He's he 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 hasn't cast a lot of aspersions from the first day he got here on anything. No, he's just kind of 
move forward with with whatever he had. Back to the phones we go, 865-200-5402. I'll go through some of my winners and losers as well. But um, we talked about Compton. Donde Plowman, I mean, she's a champion in their eyes. She is a champion so, in their I'm, eyes. I'm glad that uh, that Throaty brought up Compton. It, it, that's a name that I had basically forgotten uh, that that obviously has been a, a big part of this. And, you know, I, I, I think that we had some people trying to fill leadership vacuums uh, that just weren't prepared for that. And now I think at just about every level where you need to be strong from a leadership standpoint, we are. We've gone from an empty house, basically, from leadership uh, to, to one that's that's being run effectively. Yeah, and I think and this, this whole NCA thing was really her show, not Danny White's. But we point out, I point out that Danny White is a winner here because initially he fought like, he fought like heck, pardon the pun, he fought like heck, in Fulmer's words, to avoid them self-imposing a bowl band in Heupel's first year. He said, don't do this, this young head coach. As it turns out, Danny had very limited, he had very little to do with all this. She handled it. Their attorneys handled it. The people internally handled it. It was handled above his, as it should have been. Again, he didn't do this. He should be doing the day-to-day. But go ahead, Bri. She even got the state attorney general involved. Incredible. With the lawsuit. Incredible. That's my, that's my favorite nugget right there. I'm glad you brought that up. My favorite nugget that Adam Sparks unearthed reading through those records was that the state's attorney's general drafted a letter and said, don't mess with us. Do not do that. And that was over the postseason ban. Tennessee internally, what this shows you is, by them going to him, Tennessee, and that's what people are doing now. They're using the state governments now to threaten the NCAA. That's why Texas did what they did. That's why New York just did what they did. They amend those laws or... Because they know. You draft they a threatening know. letter. Yeah, and they know. They, you can't do a damn thing about it, NCAA. Gonna, the court's going to slap them down again. Can't do a damn thing about it. So if you want to come, here it is. Come and get it. But you better hurry because it will not last. Let's go to the phones. 865. Go ahead. I'm sorry. The other really wise thing Tennessee did uh, that I learned through Adam Sparks reporting is just basically decelerate this process right in the middle of it, to make sure that that new NCAA guidance was in place that basically said we're no longer going to punish innocent players. Yep. Uh, you know, they, they, you know, I, I wasn't sure at the start of this thing, and it was, it was, a, it was a ballsy move, but uh, uh, just hats off to Don Day Plowman for, for taking – what appeared to be a really questionable course and and proving that that was the right way to go. The sanctions would have hurt a lot more before NIL when you didn't have the NIL stuff that you could pay players through. But now I don't think they matter quite as They don't matter at all. The only thing that the NCAA can do to a program going forward, the only thing is hefty fines. 
And $8 million to Tennessee is like me pour, pulling 30 bucks out of my pocket and paying somebody. Here, go, Like somebody did to me in Philly. Here, go get something to eat. That's a lot for a Mac school, but for Tennessee, no. Nothing. Back to the phones we go. 865-200-5402. Let's get our next call Lynn. Hello and welcome. Hey, guys. It's Paulie one. Hey, Paulie. Welcome in. I want to congratulate congratulate you, Tony. Your bro came through yesterday. Who's my bro? bro? Oh, Bryce Harper. Harper. He, had a, he had a home run this weekend for the first time in forever. No, he had a two-out hit that tied it in he the did. bottom of the ninth. Bottom of, bottom of the tenth, actually, yeah. Your bro. <laughs> my my uh, neighbor, my Knoxville neighbor, Bryce Harper, my compadre, my running buddy. He'll be hey, going to sir. the fleas with me. When Bryce Harper moves down here, he'll be hanging out with Tony Valls, who got him to move down here, and he'll be hanging out with me at the flea markets. That's what Tony Valls told me. We're going to get to go to the uh, flea markets with... Uh, Bryce Harper. How much of that do you, you believe, Bino? Uh, about a third of it. You think Harper would be shooting fireworks behind your house? Uh, if he was up here, because when you're in Rome, you do as the Romans do until 3 o'clock in the morning. I got a great topic for the show, uh, uh, off-season off show, is can you imagine what would we be talking about if Haslam was still running the show? I mean, look what's happened. He's right. He had the, he had the pilot incident. Yep. Then he had Juanichiano here. Yep. And then he got the Sean Watson. Yes. What would be going when on? When does it end? When does it end with the HOH and sports? How bad is their judgment, Bean Star? To Bino's point. Yeah, it's, you know, most of the decisions that were made uh, under their watch were questionable to say one loser after another i, I like what goalie said when he first got a call to come up here and interview he thought they were kidding he called one of his buddies and said man you better not be pranking me what are you talking about no, i'm not pranking Tony. you the hoh has spoken they love you love, They're trying love. To get involved with, aren't they trying to get involved with the bucks and the predators sure they'll drive they will drive the no well the Bill is involved with the Predators. He'll be fine because he'll get out of the way. He'll just he'll he'll provide money. The Bill's Bill's fine. Jimmy can't help himself. He just cannot help himself. Tony, do you think the 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 boat docks are fans of Haslam or no? Now the Ohio State Michigan fans. It was not a happy weekend at the boat docks, and I appreciate those you. Thank people, you. Those people at Ohio can't be happy with. No, they right can't be happy. No, down at the boat dock. Thank you, Polly Joe, getting a boat dock reference. Proud of, proud of you. I'm proud no, of you. No, no, rip of Barnes. Well, I, I got I I cut him off before he could get there. Hello and welcome. <laughs> That's Art right there, y'all. Hello and welcome into our next call. Got okay corral. Okay, Corral, that's where Dr. Plowman and Danny White and Randy Boyd gunned down the NCAA and Jeremy Pruitt and Philip Fulmer at the gunfight at Okay, Corral, where Tony, where, uh, Let's see, Randy Boyd, he was Wyatt Earp. Um, Danny White, 
Doc Holliday, Dr. Plowman, she was both Annie Oakley and Calamity Jane rolled into one. And they gunned down the Clantons and uh, the NCAA, and both Pruitt, Fulmer, and the NCAA. Bino, if uh, Tennessee was a like a mafia, you were casting that whole thing in mafias, okay? Who would be whom? What crime family are we? Uh, we Think were, about that. We'd probably be the Bonanos, Tony, because they would have thrown us off the commission for sure. Out of the commission. Uh, yeah, we'd probably be the Bonanos, I'd say. Don Day Plowman stands tall like a beacon, Bill. She's half Calamity Jane and half Annie Oakley rolled into one. You know, that never crossed my mind. Brian, did you have that thought? Calamity Jane and Annie Oakley. Brian Hartman. I don't know who Calamity Jane and Annie Oakley are. Are you so, crack? No, I didn't. He's trying to crack on you, Bill. Calamity Jane was pretty good at, at firing a gun, and she was uh, madly in love with Wild Bill Hickok. Uh, who would Wild Bill Hickok be over there? Uh, oh, boy. Uh, no. Hypel? Hypel. 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 He would be what he would be wild Bill Hickok. I'll tell you who I'll tell you who else uh, also they gunned down besides Fulmer and Pruitt in the NCAA. Beverly D'Angelo Davenport. She just wasn't here to see it through, Bill. She she played her part. Yeah. Bev Davenport part. Whatever I'm trying to say, she played her part. Didn't didn't she prevent the Shiano hiring she, by not signing a, like she a memorandum did. or something? She did. So we shouldn't rip on her. No, she played her part. I don't think. Now she let Filmer kind of sweet talk her to get back into power. Benos told me off the air. He said when he heard that Fulmer was working as a special assistant to her. Bino said that guy is going to worm his way back in. You remember telling me that, Bino, off the air? I, I do. And you were right. I said, come on, man. You got an imagination on you. And he was right. Bill, incredible phone call. Did you read any of the, uh, any of the news notes and nuggets that Adam Sparks uncovered? And do you have a favorite anecdote from the weekend? Well... Okay, what I believe, you know, uh, both both um, Frable and Carthon is sort of playing the roulette wheel with uh, DeAndre Hopkins, it, and oh. they better and they, you know, it's like Tony. They have their yes. chip. They have their chips on thirty three, and they better hope that that marble lands on thirty three red and not thirty three black. That's all I can say right there, buddy. Bill, thank you. Hey, Bill. Yes. Hey, Bill. What? Do the Titans have like a papaw position at wide receiver that they try to fill with the oldest, most worn-out guy left in football every time they go to free agency? 
I'm not going to comment on that. I hear they're know. I hear they're bringing Terrell Owens into camp, Bill. Are they bringing? <laughs> sorry, Bill, that was cheap, are they bringing Terrell Owens into camp? Uh, I don't think so. Thank no. you, Bill. Have a Dwight Gooden. The uh, Titans look. Here's a real good idea. How about you don't give the Eagles a Super Bowl appearance last year, and you sign your young star instead of going and chasing after broken down receivers that belong in rocking chairs. To Bino's point. Hello and welcome into our next call, Tony Basilio show on a Monday, as we are enjoying uh, the free air that we're in. Hello and welcome in. Hi, it's Holly. Hey, Holly, welcome in. Well, I'm, like everybody else, I'm thrilled to death this is over. And I have uh, my favorite that I can't keep going back and reading. By the way, Adam Sparks rocks. I have enjoyed so much this weekend going over all of his stuff. And I kept looking back to see if he had posted something else at all. I mean, that guy is on it. So congratulations to him for such good coverage on all this. But, um, my favorite nugget, I just keep going back to the fact that what probably, among other things, that did Pruitt in, and what he said in the here was that, um, you know, his statement about humanitarian efforts with the cash. I just cannot get over what a bonehead comment from a bonehead person. I mean, that guy's just not smart. And I just, I can't, I can't get over that. Somebody was in that much power at the University of Tennessee, did that, and said that. I'm just blown away. Well, and when you read some of the text messages of some of the people that he had in his employ that he brought to the campus, these had to be some of the dumbest freaking people alive. But you know what, Tony? I was trying to dig around, and I didn't find it except for one or two. I wanted to see where those people were from and where they came from because I thought, okay, they've done this before, obviously, and got away with it because they were so stupid about it. And I was thinking, okay, did all of those um, assistants in recruiting, did they follow uh, Niedermeyer from Alabama or did they – were they employees, long-time employees from the University of Tennessee, or did they come on board with Pruitt and all that bunch? They came on, Most of them came on board with Pruitt. Some were from okay. Alabama. Some were from his high school days at Alabama, through his connections down through the years. Um, essentially what happens when, when young guys like that get jobs is they tell people along the way, if I ever get – my if my lottery ticket ever comes in, I'm going to bring you. Uh, and so I think you had some of that here in terms of staff members. And then some of the support people as well. Like I remember distinctly Danny Stiff, who we've laughed about on here because his name's Danny Stiff. But I remember him one night getting into a Twitter fight with some of our fans who were going after him over some recruit. And he said, listen. I'm from Alabama. I'm from the Alabama family. We understand college football. You don't. Don't don't talk to me like that. Don't try and correct me. Don't try and tell me about prospects and players. You don't know. I know. 
And, and that was their mindset when they came in here. There was a whole lot of disregard for this place from those people. Okay, so, Tony, don't you find it kind of interesting that, so, the Alabama mindset yeah. there, and, you know, I'm a ball for loss, so I have no love loss for Alabama in any shape, form, or fashion. Right. But isn't it kind of interesting that all these people followed in and were doing all these things that we've always thought that have been going on, you know, in Alabama for right. years? And now, when all this blew up, Alabama's been kind of crying and whining and going crazy because, you know, they don't have uh, the advantage anymore because of the NIL and all their little secret early-day NIL private things they were doing. I just think it's kind of interesting, you know, that, and I think it'll be interesting in the coming years to see if, if they struggle because, you know, all that crap's over for them. Well, their team's already not as good as it was. That That's indisputable. Well, that's, well, I was thinking about that this week. You're and right. And I, You're right. You know, yep. am I just being, am I just hating on Alabama, which I do, or is there something to that? Because when you read all that stuff yep. that's going on and those, the assistant recruiting directors and, and all of those, and that one person got a 10-year show cost. That was the longest show cause of anybody. And I was thinking, where did that person come from? And then I looked back on, I think it was a lady. That's right. I back on what she was alleged, what she allegedly did. And I was thinking, that gal was, because the hotel's down and she was going at midnight, which meant she had a thing going on. With the, because they do all the bookkeeping in the middle of the night at these big hotels all over the country. Yes. So she would go with the cash late in the night to prepay for these people to come in. Phenomenal. And, you know, and I was sitting there going, okay, because I travel a lot my job. And I was like, that's exactly what happened. She had all of this going, and she was not even quite about, I thought, how many people did she go into contact with that were working at these hotels and working at these different places that could have potentially squealed on them? I mean, they were stupid. I cannot believe how stupid they were and that they didn't think they'd ever get caught. Well, and they just had so little... Because here's the thing about major college football, and Holly, I thank you. I'm up against it. The thing about major college football in the old days is everybody did this stuff. Okay? Everybody. And there's a saying. It's called, you can't trace cash. There's another saying, though. Be smart. Chantrice Boone is who she was talking about. Chantrice Boone, the inside word, what I got, the reason she got absolutely hammered is she refused to talk to the NCAA. And see, that's one power they have. They don't have subpoena power. And you don't have to go appear before them. But if you don't appear before them and play their game and kiss the ring, they hammer you. Hammer you. I'm sure that Saban would not have had someone like that in his organizational chart when it came to what they were doing to the players. He probably involved a lot less people. And there were only a few people that he trusted. 
Whereas Pruitt seemed to involve, it was like a, a team wide, like a it was so whole dumb. spread out. Yeah. T- too many people and too many cooks in his deal. Uh, and that's what they look like. That's how you have a team that goes out and gets beat by Georgia State. That's what that's what creates that makes that possible. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two. There's so much funny stuff from the weekend. I want to unpack some of it with you. We'll do that as we continue. It. I'll go through some of my winners and losers. I want to hear some of your favorite snooze notes and snuggets and anecdotes and things that we've learned and. Things are just like Holly said, either made you laugh or made you go, what in the world? So we continue on, because it's all over. And it's so fun to look back on it now. And really, this is, this is one of the last cases pre-NIL. And there is a certain charm about Southern college football in the pre-NIL era. That's gone now. Like Sean Sinclair said, it's gone. Those that followed recruiting in the old days that follow it now, now the deal just kind of leaves you cold. Because it's all business. Back then, it was a little bit of business, a little winky-wink, nod-nod of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of the nail salon, a little bit of a golf trip, a little bit of I'm going to buy you a car, a little bit of this and I'm going to find you a job, and this and that and the other. It was charming. We continue with more after this. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919.
Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today. 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm going to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this Southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. Gypsy King.
Kings featuring Tonino Baliardo return to Nashville with a concert that will take you on a trip down memory lane. The Gypsy Kings will be performing their greatest hits November 4th at TPAC Andrew Jackson Hall. For you to dance and enjoy an unforgettable night. Tickets on sale through ToninoBaliardo.com. A loud and live production. All right, welcome back, everybody. This is T. Willie. I've got our good grocer over there, Mr. Miles Johnson, on the phone. Miles, how's everything going today at Foodland? Oh, everything's going great today. How about yourself? Oh, man, it's going wonderful. And as always, you got some amazing uh, deals, I know, for us. Yeah, that's right. We have ground beef for three nineteen a pound, whole New York strip, five ninety nine a pound, seedless watermelons, five ninety nine each, and Coca Cola twelve packs, two for thirteen. Wow, some good deals over there, so people need to come on over there, over to West 7th Street, um, right over by where the post office is. And again, you guys are open seven days a week, 7 a.m. till 9 p.m., uh, very well, a lot of parking, a uh, very well-lit place. Uh, the, again, your staff is exceptionally friendly, and uh, I thank you, as I always do, for taking the time to share all the great deals with all of our great uh, customers out here in the community. So, Miles, you have a great weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you next week, okay? All righty, thank you. Thank you, Miles. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. TB back with you, 865-200-5402. This uh, whole era, error, is behind us. Tennessee released their uh, fall roster. We'll go through that here momentarily, Uh, numbers and all that. And we'll have some fun with that momentarily. In the meantime, winners and losers, let me, let me go through some losers, and then we'll go through some winners. And if you want to get in, 865-200-5402. My, my number one loser is that 40 guy. And I dealt with a couple media people in my deal. This guy and several people in the national media hate, despise that Tennessee's back on top. Now, we do have a fan base that whines and cries too much about national people, and they always think, like, when we're doing um, Garzaloff fifth quarter fan reaction, they always think that the announcers were against them because they don't understand that the guy's just there to call a game. That's what they're doing. And they're not worried about your feelings. And they're not a home team announcer. They're there to do a game. And it's one of hundreds that they'll do. Uh Pat Forty, though, is not that. Pat Forty cannot handle how much he despises you. And I just find it remarkable. I've been out to lunch on that. Loser number two. Was it Casey Pruitt, Brian? Who pointed out that Casey Pruitt avoided a show cause, though she could have gotten one for her behavior here? That was Adam Sparks where I got that from. Okay. That's another one of my favorite nuggets of the weekend. That would have been the cherry on top of the Bammer Sunday if Casey Pruitt would have gotten a show cause. (laughs) Think about what we're saying here. This is a woman that worked in NCAA law enforcement that fell in love with an NCAA bank robber in their eyes. Because those people in um, 
Those people in Indianapolis, those are the Pharisees and Sadducees, and they really believe this. They believe in it now, like some of these national writers do. They believe in it. They think it's real. Adam Sparks, as I wrote in the blog today, had an item that Casey Pruitt wasn't cited by the NCAA but could have been show-caused. Could that have been the greatest thing ever if she'd have gotten a show-caused being star? Oh, that would have been absolute classic, Tony. And, you know, based on her background and the possibility, you know, that she might someday consider going back into that line of work, it wouldn't have been, I mean, it would have been funny, but it wouldn't have been out of the realm of things to give her a show cause. No, I mean, really, if you think about it, Saban could hi- now hire her as a placeholder for Jeremy. They could create a little bit of income. He could bring her into his organization. You do know, you guys do know that Jeremy Pruitt's going to get hired as an assistant coach before Donnie Tindall works again. Now, Donnie's in like year eight. Donnie Tindall's in like year eight. But, but you do realize... You, you do realize, you do realize that Pruitt will be back in before Donnie Tindall. The next loser, La La Nail Salon. Now, I don't know who those folks are. I love them. I appreciate them. I'm sure they're working hard, and I'm sure they do a great job. Shout out La La Nail Salon. It's an incredible name. La La La. La, 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 means I love you is one of my favorite soul tunes ever. It's Philly Soul to the Core. It's the Delphonics. It's Wilbur Hart. It's falsetto. It gets me every time. It's beautiful, man. It's beautiful. And La La Nail Salon, apparently Niedermeyer was spending a lot of money there. And as Brian pointed out, Bino Niedermeyer having a joint account with his parents might be the greatest thing ever. Might be the greatest yeah, thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe. Part of me doesn't believe that. I mean, oh, I totally believe. I it. can't. I totally believe it. I have that, some great. I have some great off the air Niedermeyer stories. I totally believe it. That's another classic that he just absolutely threw his girlfriend right under the bus. My girlfriend spends a lot of money. I mean, a lot, a lot of a money. Lot money, a lot. Hey, Pruitt, they, hey, they can't be still together. Pruitt evoked the name. The, they're not. Pruitt evoked the name of George Floyd. I mean, these people are shameless, Bino. There's nothing they won't do to keep doing what they're doing. Another loser. Chantrice Boone, who none of us know. Ten-year show cause. I mean, come on, NCAA. That's a, that's a little excessive, don't you think? Just because she wouldn't talk to you. Another loser. This has since been scrubbed from Twitter, but ditch diggers everywhere took a stray Friday night. Somebody, you know who you are, tweeted at Brian Rice of uh, Sports Animal and of UT fame. And um, for some reason, I put my address in there and Russell Smith's address in there and basically said, as... Rice was feverishly tweeting about everything that was going on, about how just, you know, bad and sorry and what a sad sack that uh, 
Jeremy Pruitt is, and somebody jumped in there with, well, that's really interesting because the whole time he was here, you covered for him. You didn't cover him. You covered for him. That's why I listened to Tony. Put my address in there. That's why I listened to Russell Smith. And this is why I saw the reply. And the reply was, which has now been scrubbed, it's a guy that needs to go off Twitter or limit himself. Speaking of Brian Rice, I have a good little inside nugget on there for you uh, as well. He comes back with, well, you know, I'm really glad that those guys get to work because it beats digging ditches. First of all, I'm saying right into my microphone, as I've always said, I don't look down on anybody that's gainfully employed. Anybody. How about you, Brian? Do you? Because I don't. My father was a mushroom grower. I dug a lot of ditches as a kid around the mushroom farm. Cleaned a lot of manure off a lot of uh, off a lot of wharfs. I'll have you know. How long would he last digging ditches? Are you kidding? Have you ever seen him? Not long. <laughs> Not long would be the answer to that. Imagine saying that on Twitter about Russell Smith because I know Bino he wasn't saying it about me. <laughs> I mean, God, man, you launch on Russell Smith, Brian Rice. Wow. It hurt, man. It hurt to see you go after him like that. As we continue, and then Fulmer is another loser in this deal. I, I just look at him, and I ask myself, that poor guy, is there self-awareness? Is there shame? The guy took a million dollars on the way out. And for his million dollars, he is a comedic vehicle for life now. Those emails, that email Bino talked about, the one that Orange Throat talks about today, Coach French, is the greatest thing. Listen, Coach French recruited Ronaldo Stryker back in the day. How many people remember Ronaldo Stryker? I do. 30 years ago, somebody created a prospect called Ronaldo Stryker, who was a ex-Marine, a paramilitary guy, who was the biggest, strongest, fastest linebacker that ever lived. And they created a backstory for him, and he got written up. In some of these recruiting journals of the day, Ronaldo, look it up. Ronaldo Stryker is a guy that was on Coach French's mind. There's a piece of Coach French in all of us. All, all of us have a little piece of Coach French circulating. The amazing thing is, Nadermeyer gave that Stryker guy 300 bucks. <laughs> Oh, the TLD Logistics Hotline will be burning when we return because joining us as we start Hour 2 on the TLD Logistics Hotline, Adam Sparks, who broke it down scientifically, the man of the hour after this. This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. t Willie, and you're listening to 101.7 FM WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee. 
At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. Hello, it's me, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. July reminds me of red, white, and blue. If you were born in July, your birthstone is the ruby, king of the precious stones, for its rarity, hardness, second only to diamonds. We have a beautiful collection from earrings to rings, modern and antique. If you were born in July, we'll take 10% off your purchase. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood, along with the award-winning service and advice Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. July is Beef Month in Tennessee, recognizing one of the state's largest and most important industries. Our state's 37,000 cattle producers are contributing to the state's economy, conserving natural resources, and providing a high-quality protein for people to enjoy. The Murray County Farm Bureau salutes our beef farmers for their commitment to producing a healthy and sustainable food choice. Beef is a good source of 10 essential nutrients, including high-quality protein, iron, and zinc. Join us in celebrating July Beef Month in Tennessee. 
blast into big July fun all summer long. You won't need sparklers, spinners, Roman candles, or any other fancy fireworks. You'll be rocketing toward explosive top prizes of up to $500,000 with the all-new July Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Hurry in and pick out your favorites today. Find them at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. What happens when the thrill of Powerball meets the thrill of NASCAR? You get a chance to win an exciting trip for two to the NASCAR Championship race in Phoenix, Arizona. Plus, the chance to win a million dollars in a special drawing. Enter the NASCAR Powerball Playoff Second Chance Drawing at TNVIPRewards.com between June 23rd and July 31st for your chance to win. The Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. NASCAR is used with express permission. NASCAR LLC is not a sponsor of this promotion. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Hour two is on your radio, ladies and germs. It's your Tony Basilio show. And we can now go to our TLD Logistics Newsmaker Hotline. Joining us on our TLD Logistics Hotline, if you've got a transportation need, you've got a dilemma, reach out to TLD Logistics on their transportation hotline. You can find them at tldlogistics.com. Let's go to the phones. Adam Sparks told me off the air that he hasn't slept this weekend, or maybe he said he hasn't slept much. Not surprising, Adam. I saw your Twitter timeline last night. You said more to come, and I'm thinking to myself, how much more? I mean, what is this guy doing? What in the world? Congratulations, man, on leading the story, driving the story, getting the story, all the hustle, all the stuff you've done over the weekend. Congratulations, Adam. Uh, thanks. It's uh, it's been both fun and and exhausting, but that's why you you get into this field. Yeah, there there is more coming. We're we we had a meeting internally this morning about. A number of stories we're working on that are still in the middle of this. Uh, five minutes ago, we published a story using a document from two years ago that shows that Tennessee offered uh, a plea deal back in 2021 for four years probation as opposed to five, and they have the terms uh, within that. Uh, no postseason ban, obviously. And if you look at the terms that Tennessee offered and had a tentative agreement with in 2021, the terms are almost almost the same as what they got on wow. Friday, and so now there's 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 some reasons we can even discuss about why it took two more years to settle that, but it really does show how broken this system is that it it takes two more years to get what they essentially agreed on way back when. It's just it's just a long process. Well, and why? You know, it's it's an unnecessarily broken process. That's the whole thing about it. The school wants to get it over with. Why doesn't the governing body want to get it over with? Well, the ten- Tennessee case is a unique one because there's sort of two things that needed to change, that need, need to change at least to fix the system or to make it better. One was the NCAA Constitution. We talked about that before. It, it, it had the language and all that in, in the new Constitution that, uh, it's uh, de-emphasizing postseason bans for uh, players that weren't involved in the violation. Okay, so they had that. Well, the NCAA penalties 
that structure has still not changed. Now, the Transformation Committee recommended that it change. The Board of Directors said, yeah, that's on our docket to look at, like, next year. But it hasn't changed yet. So what happened is the sort of the judge and jury in this case, the Committee on Infractions, they have the new Constitution that says, hey, we don't really like postseason bans anymore. But then they look at the chart that they have that says what the, what the sentence, what the penalty is for that crime, and the chart still says for this type of case, you should give them a one- or two-year postseason ban. Even though they know that's going to change, and the language is already in the Constitution that it, it that it's, it's going to change, you know, still, and, and these people in Committee on Infractions, they're all legal people. So a lot of them are lawyers. So they're like, hey, we understand what you want, but the chart says if, you know, if, if it's murder, it's 20 years to life. So I can't give somebody five years, so to speak. And so what they did, they just sort of thread the needle and used uh, the exemplary cooperation in Tennessee as the extenuating circumstances. And that was sort of their way they're compromised their way out of having to give them a postseason ban. I sympathize a little bit with the Committee on Infractions because they, they, by the letter of the law, this thing had to go as long as it did. But that's, again, because this takes so long. I mean, everybody knows the postseason ban is going to be essentially gone, like, next year. It's just every time it comes up, they're like, yeah, we're going to change that. Let's talk about it next time. It's like, well, you are all in a room. Why don't you just do it now? But... This bureaucracy, we could we could do a government podcast on, on that on that sort of stuff, but that's that's what the NCAA is. It's it's a government bureaucracy. So you're telling me that when Tennessee got called to go to Cincinnati, you and I talked off the air. They were really worried <clears throat> that this was going to happen that they that they faced a possible bowl ban. Did you at that time know that that's what the language called for, or what the the sentencing guideline was? for what they were being charged with. Did you have that knowledge at the time, or is this something that's come into your orb here recently? I was told uh, I was told that they sort of generally had to consider a postseason ban because it's a serious case. I didn't know the specifics of that, uh, but now I know the specifics. And it's uh, there, there's like a chart the NCAA has that lists the, the crime, and then you look over and it's the punishment listed and the punishment for this crime is one to two years postseason ban and you just you just got to figure out a way to to get around that and the only way you can is extenuating circumstances that's new language also so you sort of have tennessee was in sort of the limbo phase between the constitution helping it out but not yet the penalty structure helping it out and so i think you hate that it took so long for, for them to, to get to this, but they did benefit from the fact that there were reasonable people in the committee that sort of, you know, followed the, the spirit of where the legislation is, is and is going as opposed to the letter of the law. One of the things you told me when you went to Cincinnati and you hustled and you were up there, I guess you were there with Brent Hubbs, two people from the, from the yep. uh, market that went. One of the things you had told me, and it was either off the air or off the air, on the air or off the air, but how impressed you were that Donde Plowman, when they had these breakout sessions and she would be walking and somebody from the committee was there, she was engaging people constantly in their, you know, on their time, how are you doing, how's everything going, and 
Yeah. If you have a different chancellor and you're presented with this and it's not handled properly from the university, could Tennessee have gotten a two-year bowl ban could, or a postseason ban? Could that have happened here? Yeah, I asked uh, Kay Norton, who's the, the, the chair of the committee. Uh, I asked her the other day, uh, uh, I said, let's do a hypothetical. If you go back in time and Tennessee does not cooperate to this extent, um, do they do they get a bowl ban? And she and she said again, following the that chart of sentencing that I talked about, she said, "Well, if there wasn't extenuating circumstances by exemplary cooperation, if they didn't accomplish that, then we would have to judge it as what they say a standard case or an or a uh, aggravating case, which is to say." If they didn't accomplish that by having this high standard of cooperation, the chart says we would have to give them a bull ban. And so that's a long way of saying if Tennessee didn't cooperate to this really, really high level, it's not that the committee would then have to, like, consider a bull ban. They would be required to give them a bull ban. And and the question about the chancellor, yeah, I mean, Don DePlowman kind of steered this ship the whole way. Strategy worked out well. The fact that they paid for the best lawyers against NCAA cases that money can buy worked out well. Their team internally knew what they were doing. They had the right people in the right places. Um, it, it just sort of all worked well. It worked as well as, as it could have worked. And yeah, at the, at the hearing, yes, during the break, you would see Don Plowman going over and sort of schmoozing the right people in the committee that's, that's essentially the jury. Um, and, and sort of getting on their level, imp- finding empathetic figures. I know at least one of the committee members again, on the jury, um, had, had, uh, they were, I think, a chancellor or president at their school, and they fired a coach and then got a postseason ban. So that committee member was in the same position that Don Plowman was in, except, the Constitution was had not changed yet. This is a number of years ago. And so Donnie Plowman is then looking across the table and saying, I'm in the same boat that you were in however many years ago. Don't you wish that this would have been in place because it wasn't your fault and it's not my fault? Mm. And, and so the committee, now that committee member could have said, no, my, my school got hammered, so I'm going to hammer your school. And instead, what we can take from it now is that committee member said, ah, I, I'm not, I'm going to make sure we don't do to you what they did to me. Wow. Wow. And, 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 and that's research on UT's case, knowing that, you know. I, I'm telling you, and one of the more fascinating pieces, and you had so, because i got to ask you, because there, there's some really comical stuff, which we were talking about in the first hour, and some comical takes and, you know, the media losing its collective mind over Tennessee getting to walk away and not even missing a beat. In fact, their program's taken off in the midst of all this, but we'll put that to to the side for a second. This thing, the one item that you uncovered was the Attorney General angle. When that came came to light, as you discovered that, what was your reaction when you saw, because that shows me, that Tennessee had a fear that they were going to get a postseason ban. That w- what we heard about how they were five alarm fire internally when they got called to Cincinnati, that tells me that something tricked inside, tripped inside of them that said, 
hey, we need to show these people we're serious. I'd like your comment on that. Yeah, I think I think it was a you know there's a few things done. I think for Tennessee's case, it was you know we we feel good that we're going to win this game, but uh, let's bring in extra quarterback just in case. You know, uh, let's 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 have an ace in the hole just in case we need it. Um, so I, I I I think there were probably seventy thirty going into that hearing, and maybe eighty twenty coming out of it that they would not get a bowl ban. Um, so, so that was, if you look at the date of when the Attorney General sent his letter um, threatening legal action if there was a postseason ban based on based on the NIL principles, the NIL state law for Tennessee, when he did that, it was it was like a month out from the from the hearing, and then it takes a while to get filed through the through the system and all that. Tennessee asked asked for it to be submitted into the case record of the hearing, which means. The, the committee on infractions, the jury, can then see that and consider it. And the NCAA, it was, it was past the deadline to get something into the case record. NCAA looked at it and said, yeah, we're going to make an exception and let this come in. We think it's pertinent to the case. I find that interesting because essentially the NCAA is saying, hey guys, we may have a lawsuit with a state, attor- with a state attorney general. If you guys rule for a postseason ban, I think you need to have that information before you rule. Um, I, I, I find that very, very interesting. Uh, just that they, they wanted, they wanted the jury to know you better not rule that other way or you're going to have to deal with this headache. And, uh, I, th- I think it's, I think it's interesting from Tennessee's place, but I think it's also interesting from, uh, from NCAA's side. So in other words, it was past time to get it into yeah. the into the official into documents, the but the NCAA yep. allowed a special dispensation and allowed it to be put in there. Yes, and there were three or four things from all the parties that they wanted to push in last minute. There were a few days past the deadline, so it wasn't the only thing. But uh, the other things were just little minor stuff. This was, yeah, UT wants it in, and we 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 think our people should see this when they're considering what the penalties are going to be. All right, so let's talk about the frivolous stuff and that's the document dumps and everything that we've seen adam first of all how much stuff do you have in your possession that we haven't seen how just give me give us an idea of the mass the volume of what you've dealt with here the last several days um i at one time in the middle of all this and i think we published about 20 stories right now I've, i've done maybe 15 um at one point in this, I just spent an hour counting the documents, through the pages and the text messages and all that. So text messages, it's about 6,000. Um, the pages of documents, uh, I mean, it's it's four figures, uh, the number of pages. Um, th- there's, there's, there's still plenty in there. We're trying to distinguish at this point what... Uh, what makes a story or what just regurgitates what we've already reported, there's still plenty in there. So we're I'm I'm working as we speak on, on the few new things. How many pages, uh, Adam? It, it's four figures. It's it's in the thousands. <laughs> yeah. My here's the here's the thing, Tony, is when when I got on this beat yeah. three years ago, I yes, think, yes. my eyesight was phenomenal. <laughs> it no longer is. I can't. 
I can't look directly at pages anymore without sort of shaking my head. I don't have glasses yet, but I'm gonna have to get some. I think just from from uh, from weeks like this. Uh, yeah, it's it's an enormous amount of documents. We did it over time through records requests. There's a certain art to doing that to trying to get what you're looking for, and and we 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 were pretty successful in getting what we were looking for. Give me as you've looked through this, because really that's. This is like total, they call it, you know, in court, you call this kind of stuff discovery, you know, reading through the stuff. But you, it truly is for you because you're just, you got to be like a kid in a candy store. Some of this stuff is so fanciful and delightful and comical that it's almost too good to be true. The Coach French thing might be my favorite. I mean, from now on, there will be a Coach French. Anytime we have a coaching search here, Coach French's name is going to come up on this program i can coach french will live in eternity uh as long as i'm doing what i'm doing give me just a couple things i know you're still going through this that stand out that have made you laugh so far yeah i mean the text messages is the easy easiest one when we were running through what we were going to publish and what stories we're going to have my first answer was people will flip out over the text messages because i did and Honestly, look, looking through 6,000 of them, I think maybe the first 1,000, I thought, hey, that's going to be good. That'll be a story. Got to put that in there. And then by the end of it, none of the ones I identified in the first 1,000 pages made the made the, the final draft because I would come to more and more. I mean, some of my favorites, um, the one of Larry Harold, the analyst, uh, UT football analyst, and Shelton Felton, the assistant coach, Texting back and forth, Larry Harold sending him his video, I think it was, and uh, that implied some violation. And Shelton Felton responding in the text message, "Don't don't send that to my work phone. You can't be sending that stuff to my work phone." And Larry Harold then replying to the same number, "Oh yeah, well, that shouldn't be on a work phone. The stuff we're the stuff we're doing is, is something that we should never have on work phones. We're doing some epic stuff." <laughs> and but replying to the same number with that information uh, it's just i had to do a double take when i saw i thought oh, okay he, he's saying hey we're going to get caught if you send that to me and then i looked at the phone numbers on the records like but he replied to the same number it was just it was mind-boggling um you know so, I, it's, it's a small one maybe it's a undervalued one but the fact that one of the recruiting staffers shared a news story about the COVID shutdown to a to an assistant coach. It was just a link. It was just a link to a CBS Sports story uh, that said, "Hey, COVID shutdown is going to go another six months or whatever." Uh, college coaches and players have not seen each other face to face. We're not allowed to see each other face to face now for sixteen months or whatever. And uh, the assistant coach just replying to that with a thumbs down emoji. And then in his text messages, then approving a off the books itinerary for some recruits that were coming into town. <laughs> and look, and by the way, that's why the NCAA hammered these coaches. The show cause orders. I think the whole staff had added up to thirty nine years of show causes. Um, they hammered them so bad, not because of the amount of money, because it really wasn't that much money. It was because of things like that. It was just. As the NCAA committee chair said, not even pretending to follow the rules. And I think that's that sort of demonstrates that, hey, this, this is against the rules. 
Yeah, I don't care. Thumbs down emoji. So anyway, let's do some more cheating. And that, that's, that's what really, really ticked off the, uh, the, the committee on fractions. Uh, if, if you've got time to, this is, this is my take on reading the narrative of two, two or three years of text messages. Cause you can, you can read these chronologically and see how it started and see how it ended. And what jumped out to me was sort of how it unraveled early in the, early in the cheating. It's, you know, it's a recruit coming to town for an impermissible visit with his, with his mom or with his high school coach. That, that, that happens in regular official visits that are above the table. That's how it started. By the end of it, if you look like a month before they got caught, it is recruits coming with like eight, 10, 12 people to a restaurant because they know whatever Whatever they put on that tab, a UT student worker is going to show up 30 minutes later and pay for it, whatever's on that tab. So you had text messages between staffers that were getting frustrated because recruits were bringing their cousins and their uncle and their buddy from their high school team and just everybody. And, you know, just bringing 11 people. Everybody gets a lobster. And, <laughs> you know, that's, that's how these things usually fall apart. If you look back historically – it begins by the school or the booster or the coach owning that recruit. By the end of it, the power shifts back, and the recruit owns the booster or the coach. I want to make sure I understand that. So as they were going, the exorbitance of, of what occurred, does word get out in the recruiting community that, hey, these people at Tennessee are wide open, I'm a five-star kid. We're just going to go up there. I'm take because because you, you can't do this at Alabama, but we'll go up there on their dime, twenty-five of us, and, and 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 we'll eat the greatest stuff in that restaurant. Is that kind of what happened? Did word get out? Is that, is that what you think happened? I, I mean, somewhat. Um, you know, the the from what I gather through the text messages and some of the other documents is that it, it's not like like a bunch of recruits were coming up that weren't interested in Tennessee. It was a recruit that Tennessee was recruiting, and he would bring a big crew of people to take advantage of the under-the-table perks. And sometimes coaches knew people were bringing tons tons of people, like the party had grown, but then the staffers wouldn't know. So, so a staffer would show up at a restaurant to pay the tab after the fact, expecting it, expecting it to be $80, and instead it was 400 <laughs> because because they just brought anybody they wanted. Now, there were some cases that you see. Darnell Washington is one. We've reported on that. He ended up at Georgia. Uh, there's some others that we are looking into in the records um, that where they were a recruit for Tennessee. They took advantage of the perks. They, they got these things paid for. Again, not a huge amount of money, at least in some cases. Um, but they would take advantage of that, and then even the text messages between the recruiting staffers were like, wow, we just spent this much money on whining and dining this kid, and we think he's probably going, in, in at least one of the cases that we published, he's probably going to Georgia anyway, um, or he's going to another school. <laughs> it's and, just incredible. Yeah, and I mean, of course, the easy common sense follow-up question to that is, if he's getting things paid for, at a t- on a visit to Tennessee under the table, and he's getting money paid to him, or at least offered to him or discussed at Tennessee, 
yet he signs at another school, I mean, we can just offer some very baseline speculation there. Do we think he got absolutely nothing at the school that he right? You know, right? So great. There's a story that I heard many years ago uh, on a beat that I covered before. This is a story from the '80s um, where a basketball recruit showed up and had requested a certain expensive car with certain leather seats and all these amenities with the car. And he, if so, he would consider signing there. This is back in the 80s. He showed up. They had the car and all that. He said, I'll think about it. And then he went inside at another school. So that tells you he got that car plus other things at the other school. This has always been in recruiting. If you ask for something, they say, yeah, we'll give it to you. Yet you sign at another school. It's hard to believe that that person said, ah, I'm, you guys are cheaters. I caught you. I want to go to a clean school. So now that I know you're not one of those, <laughs> I'm going to go to the to the school that didn't cheat. Yeah, yeah, good luck with that. Adam Sparks yeah. joining, who remains immersed in this stuff, but he's taking a break, coming up for air. Bino, Jeff Henderson, jump in here with Adam Sparks. Nice enough to join us on the TLD Logistics Hotline, online, tldlogistics.com. Go ahead, Bino. Adam, I'm going to start calling you Adam and Sparks, because at least Woodward had Bernstein, you know, when he went into that's when he went in line. to do Watergate, uh, but just tremendous <laughs> work. And you've won a Tony, by the way. If you don't win anything else, you've won a Tony. Yeah, we are oh, wonderful, wonderful. Hey, Adam, I, I, I look at these. Uh, uh, the one thing that strikes me is these these poor student workers that were probably just trying to get there to begin to learn a little bit about athletic administration or football program administration or something like that. And they're doing it under Jeremy. I mean, that's, that's like wanting to learn financials and you're doing it in the Gambino Shylock business. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me, it's funny that you point that out because as I'm reading these, uh, these text messages, again, about 6,000 of them, uh, I feel like I know these people now. These recruiting staffers, they're, Young people in the twenties. I don't. I've never met them, but I feel like I know them inside and out now, just from reading their personal text messages. And to the the assistant director and the director of recruiting, both uh, young women in their twenties, both volunteer their personal phones. So that's what I'm reading. Uh, they they volunteered those to the investigation. Um, I felt sorry for them by the end of it. Now they knew what they were doing were violations, uh, and so they they still did them. Um, but I felt sorry for them just of seeing just the stuff that they were having to carry out on a day-to-day basis. I mean, th- I, I published throughout some really funny and incriminating text messages, but there was an enormous amount, just thousands of them just going back and forth of making reservations at restaurants, trying to figure out who was coming, and then... Then the recruit, and then they, them saying, "Okay, we got we got a table of six at this Knoxville restaurant, and here's the time, and all this sort of stuff." And they're texting the recruit, and the recruit comes back thirty minutes later and says, "Hey, eh, you know what? We changed your mind. Instead of lobster, we want steak." And so cancel that reservation and get another one, and then you get that one set. And then you know what? My high school coach said he wants to stop by and see a buddy, so let's move the reservation like thirty minutes later, and then having to do that 
and you would have a recruit text the recruiting staffer and say, hey, it's, I know it's 1130 at night, but I'm hungry. And somebody would have to go get like a, like a pizza from a gas station and drive it to his hotel room because this has to be all under the table. And so you've got these young people that are just getting these demands from recruits knowing that they have to fulfill them and having to just, you know, to just jump at their beckoning call to do it. I really felt sorry for them because they're not paid enough to do this, and now they're, you know, now they're gonna, not going to be paid anything in college football because they got show calls. And what it, le- what it leads to, right, because you, you said something earlier, which is this. If you think this is the only place this stuff's going on, now granted, these guys were out loud and uh, got more and more daring and more and more brazen and this, that, and the other. But if you think, see, that's the entree into the business. That's how this works, or used to work. Uh, Now in the NIL era, a lot of that stuff's gone. And you know what? I think that's another good thing about the NIL era. It's all above board now, and I don't have to wrestle with my conscience when I wake up in the morning, Adam, if I want to be a part of the industry. Yeah, I mean, even when you look at the – okay, so first off, they have the student assistance fund. Like, if you have financial hardship in your family, that's there. It wasn't there during the COVID year, which is something that Jeremy Pruitt argued, that that's why he had to pay some guys. He, he admitted to, like, two small payments. That's why he had to do that because the, the assistance fund went in there, so he had to help on the medical bill, and he had to help this other kid because he didn't have anything to eat or whatever. Um, but but during NIL, you don't have to worry about those things. I mean, you and I talked about it off the air. We have a story today where Jeremy Pruitt, in the in his initial interview with investigators way back when this started, we we have the transcript and I published it. Um, he said. You know, a mom came and she's, and this is this is a black woman, a mom of a player. And he acknowledges this in the interview, uh, and said, "This woman came. She didn't have any money. It was COVID. She had medical bills. She just needed a little cash. And I'm making four million dollars a year. And this woman just needs a couple hundred bucks. And I had three hundred dollars in my in my car. And that was the Chick Fil A bag uh, exchange. He admitted to that one." And he said, and all I could think was, it's COVID, everybody's out of work, and then all I could think was, I'm a white man, I have privileges, this woman doesn't, didn't have the same privileges as I do, and he said in the transcript, in the interview, and I thought about George Floyd, and Ahmed Arbery, and Breonna Taylor, and thinking of these racial inequity, social unrest type, type events that were more fresh in uh, 2020, and he said, ah, I'll give her a few hundred dollars. It's fine. And, you know, with NIL, that shouldn't be a thing because if the player's good enough to get some NIL money, they're not going to need $300 to pay a bill. That kid's good enough, he's getting NIL money. And if he's not getting it here, okay, leave and go to another school, and they'll pay you NIL money because there's, there's a market somewhere if you're good. And so that kid would not have had that issue uh, he wouldn't have that issue now. Or if he did, you'd have to look at mom and say, where are you spending your money? Because we, we should have enough. Well, and the other thing today is with NIL, some of these kids want money just to appear on your campus. And guess what? These schools are going to pay them, whether it's legal or not. Because at the end of the day, my state's attorney general can beat up the NCA. That's where we are. That's what Texas said to him. Texas said to him, look, we're going to bring it inside. There's really nothing you can do about it. So ha- 
So what you've got in your possession right now is something that is passing away before our very eyes, the old system, and it's a really quaint, kind of interesting, kind of comical, yet kind of sad look at the old state of college sports. I talked to a college football coach that I've known for years uh, who sort of lamented the fact that there's, there's Venmo's and text messages and uh, de- and debit cards and, and and all this sort of stuff. Now this is a this is an old school coach. He's coached a long time, and his statement was to me was, you know, I miss the old days when you could just meet the high school kid at, behind the dumpster at his high school and hand him a sack of cash. So so Adam on the, <laughs> the way good out. Old days. Well, the good old days. Yeah. Which weren't always good, but. Hey, we we remember them anyway. Adam Sparks on the way out. You have the new Sentinel. Um, what else do we have coming on this? Yeah, we've got some more developments with Pruitt. We're going to be looking back and uncovering some things that happened in this case that, frankly, people didn't know happened. Uh, and uh, we'll be uncovering some of that. We'll give some uh, we'll give some updates about where where things are going from here. Uh, Tennessee standpoint, Josh Hopple's standpoint, Jeremy Pruitt's standpoint, and uh, and we'll, we'll we'll continue to trickle those out over the next few days, heading into media days. It's just utterly remarkable. And Tennessee goes Thursday, and they've come out of this thing smelling like an. I mean, it couldn't have come out better, could it? I and mean, it's not possible, right? Yeah, I've seen some national writers that sort of said they got hammered. If you go back to like. January 2021 and look at it from that lens, you'll say, well, they got hammered, all these restrictions and scholarship cuts and five-year probation. But if you kept up with it at all over the last two and a half years, everything that they got, you knew they were they were going to get. And, and again, we have the story up now. Two years ago, Tennessee proposed these same, these same terms in a plea deal and have been making cuts along, coinciding to that since then. If you look at it now, you say, there's nothing new here. They knew they were getting hammered like this in this way for two and a half years. The only question was the postseason ban, and they didn't get that. So if you judge it from now and you've kept up with the last two or two and a half years, this is the best outcome they could have got. There seems to be in the national media, I'm glad you brought that up, there seems to be a certain appetite for spinning the narrative that Tennessee was a real loser here and didn't get hammered enough. And I, I just wonder where that comes from. There's like a real thirst for Tennessee to get it. Have you noticed that as well? Yeah, I think some of it is still catching up to. You know, I don't know. I think there's there's this odd feeling that things should move forward into the new era and how things are a little more fair. Uh, taking the postseason ban off the table for the reasons that we discussed and all that. But then sort of this, like, uh, sort of envy, like, no, you should hammer them. Let's change the rules like they should be, but let's make sure we hammer them first because everybody before got hammered and they should get hammered too. And it's, that's not, that's, if this case happens two years earlier, Tennessee has a two year postseason ban. If it happens a year later, the postseason ban's not even discussed, and that's just where we are in the timeline. So, you know that that that's just what it is. Adam Sparks, you're the man. Thank you, brother. Uh, folks want to follow along and read along. 
how do they do so? And if you're not following this guy on Twitter, you're out of your damn mind because he's dropping nuggets like, I mean, he's, it's crazy. It's insane. I don't know. How many hours have you, since Friday, how many hours of sleep have you gotten? Seriously. Uh, not, not many. Not many. Um, I believe that. Many, lot, gallons of coffee. Um, oh, and, and I appreciate all that. I'll, I'll leave you with this, too. I, I, we did mention this in the whole call, and I don't know if you've seen it yet. But in the Jeremy Pruitt George Floyd story, look at the part about Alabama cash because his lawyer as a Jeremy Pruitt's lawyer to the NCAA made the argument that just because Jeremy Pruitt was carrying tens of thousands of dollars in cash on him doesn't mean he committed any violations because he did that at Alabama also. And he showed the bank records to show that Jeremy Pruitt always had tons of cash on him at Alabama. That's maybe a decent defense in an NCAA case. That's not a good defense <laughs> long term uh, because the insinuation is, well, that means he may have been cheating at Alabama, doesn't it? I'm not saying he did, but it's, that defense can be uh taken that way well it's like it's like you're back to this right and this is this is this was the fun old way the washington kid comes here and gets money doesn't come here but he goes to georgia because he likes their uniforms i mean i don't know i i I, but knoxville news sentinel adam tell them where they can find you and i appreciate you brother knoxville news sentinel in print knoxnews.com online and uh on twitter at adam spark you are um wow you're the envy of the deal, man. You've 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 dominated this thing. Uh, thanks, Tony. I appreciate it. Keep up the great work. Uh-huh. We'll see you on the TLD Logistics Hotline online tldlogistics.com. He brings up a great point, which Sean Sinclair has talked about for years, which is what you do at Alabama, which still to this day remains. Bino, when he raised me as a kid back in the nineties. Bino pulled me aside one day and said, let me explain something to you about this league. It's all about Alabama. Once you understand that and you take the league through that prism, Jeremy Pruitt learned that. He learned it the hard way. His own attorney. His own attorney in their defense says, well, he, you know, Maybe he just likes to play cards. Maybe he's just waiting for a card game to break out, and that's why there's several thousand dollars in his pocket at any one time as we continue after this. 865-200-5402. More after this. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. 
American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Tint on Wheels is changing their Columbia location. You can now visit us at 406 South James Campbell Boulevard, the same window tinting you've trusted for over 30 years on all types of windows, car, business, or residential. We now offer accessories to elevate your ride. It's only getting bigger and better. With three locations, Columbia, Lewisburg, and Lawrenceburg, we do our best for you. Summer's coming. Let's get you ready. Call 931-619-TINT today. It's rodeo time in Murray County, the 19th annual Murray County Sheriff Rodeo, July 14th and 15th. Gates open at 5.30 and the show starts at 8. As always, kids 11 and under get in free. We have free pony rides, petting zoos, face painting, balloons, and bounce houses, all in our spectacular kids zone. We have cowboys and cowgirls from all over the United States fireworks show immediately after the main event bull riding. Pre-sale tickets are $15 and can be purchased at United Co-op or Columbia Farm Supply. Or at the gate, they're $20. All brought to you by Harness LLC, where we build people that move dirt. Again, the 19th Annual Murray County Sheriff's Rodeo, July 14th and 15th. Gates open at 5.30. Show starts at 8. 
This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. So as we welcome you back on this beautiful Monday, race fans, race fans, race fans, presented by our friends at Fleet Tire, Fleet Tire, Fleet Tire. I-275, 275, 275 at Woodland Avenue, Woodland Avenue. Jerry, what's up? What's up? What's up? We welcome you back on your Tony Basilio show on this Monday. Going to finish up here. Adam Sparks just visited, and I would encourage you to continue to check out his reportage. I'll tell you something, Abino Jeff, that I think is really interesting that we didn't know, was that the NCA, though they have a new constitution, have not updated their sentencing guidelines. In other words, you did this. This is what you get for it. You admitted to this. this. He said in years past, when you had done this, the 18 level ones, I think was the number. Don't come after me if that's incorrect. I think it's around 18. You're getting two years of postseason play banned from you. That's what you're getting. That's what Adam said today. At least one and probably two. Don I think the, yeah, go ahead, Brian. Go ahead, Bean. I think the least surprising thing to come out of this whole ridiculous saga is that both Butch Jones and the NCAA had a chart. <laughs> and neither one of them were updated. Oh, my gosh. Back to the phones we go. Hello and welcome in. You're live on the show. Tony Josh, you boy. Under wing. You know, I hate to rip you again, but you know it's pathetic. You're sorry as Yankees losing two out of three to the Rockies. Would you lose a bet to him, Josh, you boy, or well, something? No, you Josh, that, that loss yesterday, I mean, all losses aren't the same. That's about as bad a loss as you can have. There. What happened, Bino? That's awful. What happened, Bino? They told me two two-run leads late in the game to get beat by that Rockies bunch that may be the worst team in all of baseball. Tony, would we be saying it right now? The New York Yankees are in last in the ALE. Can you believe that? That can't be true. Is it true? No, that is true. That's remarkable. With a better better record than the first-place team in the AL Central. Yeah, everybody's got a winning division, a winning record in that division, which is what we do now that we don't play everybody all the time. Like, uh, we uh, don't beat up on our divisions. Yeah, we don't beat up. Place. We don't beat up on our divisions like we once did. So the better teams can can hold better records, which creates Tony. more, I guess, a more interesting and more compelling wild card race. That's what the league's about now. Bino, how many are you guys out of the card, despite everything that's happened here? You're still very much <laughs> in that, right? I think they're probably two games below uh, out of the wild card. It's crazy. Yeah. And all you got to do is get in the playoffs. All you got to do is qualify. It's a tournament sport and, uh, now. make noise. And make yeah. noise. Yep. Tony, uh, how about your Phillies taking three out of four against the Padres? I think that Bob Melvin and the Blue Notes, they'll be singing, miss you, miss you. Yeah. They got bad luck. That's what they got with their bullpen. Yeah, they, they got some bad luck. I just want to say one thing, Tony. That Blake Snell guy for the Padres, he's a really good pitcher. 
Buddy, he's. But I would do. I think you would do good elsewhere, just not on the Padres. Buddy, he's balling right now. Yeah, he's had like so, sixteen great starts in a row. Some crazy number. Yeah, Tony. Uh, do you think Heifel? Do you think he'll say anything new at the media days tomorrow, or do you think he'll no. be like the same stuff? No, the only guy that's going to be interesting at media days this year is Kirby Dunn. That's it. Why is that? Well, for everything that's happened around them, but that's it. And yeah. then Mike Slide's address, I guess, will be interesting because he gets to talk about, you know, the new league, and um, they've been catching strays from the Big 12, and everybody's jealous of them. But Hugh Freeze being back might bring some interesting stuff up. Yeah, Hugh Freeze isn't allowed on Twitter anymore because he can't behave himself. Tony, can I, can I talk trash about my poverty-ass franchise, Tennessee Titans? After uh, what they did yesterday, going out getting Hopkins, it still doesn't solve the problems. We we are such a pathetic franchise. You have no playmakers. And I mean, what, just, since when is acquiring a guy DeAndre, with no DeAndre, tread on their tire? When has that ever worked? Hopkins, Tony, he's just going to be like Julio. He's past his prime. Of I don't course, know why they would go out and get a Walsh player. It all started with Nancy Thigpen. Two decades yeah. ago. Remember being out Nancy yeah. Thigpen? They had Nancy Thigpen at one time, and now this guy's the latest. Rand- Randy Moss, Julio Jones, are you listening? Did yeah. they sign Randy Moss? Yeah, they did. What? For like He played like seven games there. I don't remember right that. At, right at the end of Jeff Fisher's tenure. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I remember Nancy Thigpen. Tony... What's up with uh, other colleagues? Uh, I'm not going to name names, but uh, talking trash about you and someone else on Twitter. What do you think of that the other night? You caught it. What do you think of it? I just think I just think it's uh, Brian Rice is who you're and, talking about. Yeah, right. And he said just, he said it beats digging ditches for me and Russell Smith. Like yeah. I'm sitting there going, first, what's wrong? What's wrong with people that work? I mean, what are we doing? Just trying to make a living. Yeah, what are you doing, Brian Rice? You clown! You are a clown, and everybody knows it. Brian Rice, and uh, Brian Rice, I'm gonna take my clipboard, turn that some bitch sideways, and stick it straight up your candy ass. Why am I laughing at that? That's the dumbest thing in the world. Brian Rice has gotten eviscerated today. We are going to do a TLD Logistics Overdrive Overtime. What do you mean? This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. It's time to put a Dodge in your garage. And at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us for all the muscle you need. We have a huge inventory to choose from, from the spine-tingling 2021 Dodge Charger SRT to the 2021 Dodge Challenger Superstock. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Yep, at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we're flexing our Motor City muscle. You can count on us online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. 
Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day -day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job to defenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager of Columbia Ace Hardware. Spring is here and we are ready. We carry a full line of steel, echo, and chindawa yard equipment. We also have a great selection of grass seed, fertilizer, and garden supplies. With the most knowledgeable sales staff in Southern Middle Tennessee, come check us out at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard, Columbia, Tennessee. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. 
Life gets busy and sometimes slowing down to buy your family quality food can seem impossible. This is Terry Taylor with Taylor Family Farm and we offer local home delivery in addition to our local drop locations to help with that problem. Now you can get your favorite pastured poultry, pork and grass-fed beef delivered right to your door. Visit taylorfamilyfarmtn.com to find out how. We believe in healthy food, healthy people and healthy community at Taylor Family Farm. Gypsy Kings featuring Tonino Baliardo return to Nashville with a concert that will take you on a trip down memory lane. The Gypsy Kings will be performing their greatest hits November 4th at TPAC Andrew Jackson Hall. For you to dance and enjoy an unforgettable night. Tickets on sale through ToninoBaliardo.com A loud and live production. Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee.